0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Eyes of the Mize. My name is John, that's Ian. Hey everybody. It is June 20th and it's episode 88, What Happens in Vegas gets podcasted about later.
1: You're damn right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this past weekend was GP Vegas and Ian was lucky enough to be able to go down and experience all four days of it. The glory that is the GPs in Vegas. I, didn't, um, I
1: did none of the main events so this is gonna be like covering a crap ton of just everything I did. So this is not a tournament, twenty report. You'll get miniature reports because I did a couple of bigger-ish events. But for the most part, this is just gonna run down the time that I had, and it was pretty freaking sweet. And I really wish I could go back. I missed it already. Yeah, we all. There's always that FOMO that
0: happens. Uh, it's not even then. FOMO. is just like I want to go back. <laughs> I understand. Listen, you're too deep into the lost memes. It's fine. Um, And then we're going to talk about... uh, We have two big tournaments coming up this weekend. Uh, Ian, you're playing in the Canlander tournament over at Card Kingdom or Mox Boarding House. And I am playing in the RPTQ, Regional Pro Tour Qualifiers, out in uh, Texas this upcoming weekend, which is Team Unified Standard. Uh, And because we have GP Vegas, which I'm looking at the notes and I don't know how we're going to get through it in time... Plus the two tournaments that we're getting ready to play in. I We're not going to have much time, we think, to talk about M19 previews. We're probably going to wait until next week to talk about those. Yeah, because by the time that hits next weekend,
1: uh, or next week, uh, we'll actually have seen the full spoiler. Uh, they're doing a very, very hyper-condensed uh, re- not spoiler preview season um, for Core 19. So we've got the pre-pre-release this weekend already. It's like, good lord. And then not next yeah. weekend, but the weekend after is uh, the actual pre-release because next weekend, or not this weekend, the following weekend, so the 29th, 30th, 30th, and the 1st, that is, is Nationals. Nationals. So, yep. And they didn't want the PPR or pre-release to interfere with that, so that's why we have an early
0: week. <laughs> the, the lower folk are like, I'm getting back from GP Vegas, and oh my god. <laughs> It was kind of funny when they, watching the BattleBond pre-PR, and they were just like, yeah, we're, are you happy about seeing PPRs? Then you're going to love it in two weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's funny. I can't, I
0: can't wait for our fortnightly pre-release.
1: Yeah, so James was mentioning that actually, like, after this PPR, there's nothing major on the lure schedule for about two to three months in terms of major kind of event like that until the fall.
0: Well they also just did Road Quest too. So. Well, yeah, exactly. It's, I think
1: PAX is like their next big thing that they're going yeah. that they're traveling to at this point. So it's gonna be a and nice And They deserve week. it. Yeah, that's September. I think that's Labor Day weekend, so the beginning of September for those of you who aren't fully up on the PAX inning. So they've got a good two months to just kind of do their streams and stuff. Oh, also shout out completely unrelated awesome and hooray to loading ready runs slash james for getting pubg partner
0: hey speaking of eyes in the community
1: yeah this was a this was a thing
0: so uh wedge aka the mana source um he he's had issues with health in the past mainly due to his weight and anxiety and whatnot Uh, he's been cutting down on his weight which is great um and he flew from um his ha- where he well, lives up in New York. Well, he had he to, had um he had some stuff. Uh, he mentioned he was
1: having some issues with his back before SCGCon, which was the previous weekend. But yes. his doctors advised, hey, you're going to get an X-ray and stuff when you get back from Vegas. They're like, yeah, just take it easy. Don't don't kill yourself. But you can, you can still do these things. So he had yeah. the doctor's permission to do this stuff.
0: Yeah, so he flew out to Richmond for SCG Con, then he flew out to Vegas, and then um, probably one of the scariest things that will ever, will ever happen to you is when you wake up and you don't feel something, and Wedge couldn't feel his legs. Yes, um, just
1: straight up. Well, the night before, he actually had met up with uh, Abby, Master Mag- who's at Master of Magics, and they were dating. They had a great first date. It was awesome. And then the scariness happened where he had to go to the hospital. Turns out he had, like, two massively herniated discs in his back. Um, basically, and it's
0: known that if you, if you have weight issues and you're losing weight, that sometimes back issues yeah. will then arise. Yeah. So
1: the community has come together and banded together. We'll have a link in the show notes for sure of the GoFundMe to help uh, – Support him there it, they had a hundred and fifty thousand dollar goal so far they are currently sitting at sixty thousand dollars, which is amazing support from the community mm-hmm. um let's see here let's see the thing it was spinal decompression, disc removal, and a disc fusion no permanent nerve damage and feeling in both legs is back and he is walking around uh yeah, albeit with a walker, but he's back walking around so.
0: Hooray! And hopefully, it looks like he's going to get released soon, which is going to be hopefully better. And uh, we just want Wedge to uh, to get back on his feet, literally, and uh, get back to making content because Wedge is one of the most positive members of the Magic community. I don't really think you can find anyone who can actually say a bad thing about him. The dude is and just like just wish- the dude is just like perma hype. <laughs> he really is. I, the only people who are more hype about Magic than Wedge, I think, are Mark Rosewater and Randy Buehler
1: yeah um but anyway uh, shout out to wedge uh, Get get better buddy uh hope to see you again at an event soon and if not uh just do take care of yourself man in
0: any case i'm going to mute my mic for the next half an hour to 45 minutes while ian talks about gp vegas you, you going to keep
1: talking and interjecting <laughs> you jerk i'm not gonna talk yeah i'll talk that much
0: <laughs> i was only half kidding my mic is not gonna be muted but i will sit back I will sit back and let you take take the wheel.
1: Now this is the story, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, so uh, I left on Thursday. I woke up. So this is my story of GP Vegas. Um, and I went from Thursday to Monday. Had a blast. I made a massively long tweet thread thanking people um, the day after I left. I'm just going to pull this up real quick. Bam. Got it. Okay. So uh, Thursday morning. Wake up 3 a.m. Because it's early as hell and I'm an idiot. But, hey, 6 a.m. flight is awesome. So, basically went on a 6 a.m. flight. Had to get airport by 5. Um, met with one of my roommates, Lauren. She is the person who won, not the last one, but the previous Rags to Riches with Izzet Blitz and got second with Izzet Blitz in the last one. Um, she's awesome. Awesome. Uh, she brought an old school cube that I unfortunately never got a chance to play, but apparently I heard was amazing. But yes, old school cube. Feel free to comment, John.
0: I mean, old school cube sounds fun and all. Um, I mean, I'm pr- I'm partial to my own cube, but you know. Oh, no, yeah. This old school cube does sound like spicy.
1: Old, like Blackboard, or like, not powered out, but like, yeah, it was ridiculous. Lauren, Lauren's yeah. got some crazy cool cards. She was playing the old school tournament, so I got to see her old school deck, which is just like... Good Lord. Anyway, I got coffee, and I'm going to mention it. 20 ounces here. Okay, so moving on. On the plane, I had another about 12 or so with two cups. Moving on. (laughs) So currently, we're sitting at about 32 ounces of coffee. This is going to come into effect a little bit later. This is landing about 9 a.m. I'm already at 32 ounces of coffee. Cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Got in, got to the hotel, dropped some bags off. Then I went with another roommate of mine, Allie, uh, to... A, the cosmopolitan to a brunch set up by nick prince who is a really really cool guy yeah nick and prince uh really cool guy uh from i think the la area um anyway he said he coordinated somehow a brunch of like 16 people which was insane and can't thank him enough for it uh your buddy ruben was there uh, also got to meet yep. a couple other really cool and fun people there as well the list is huge, um, I know Jerry T stopped by for a little bit for it, um, Chantel Campbell was there, yeah, yeah, the, the, a, lot of, a lot of people. <laughs> um, yeah. Basically for this, if you want to go back, go back to my Twitter feed on, uh, what date was it, the 14th, and just start from there. If you want to like sync up my, your Twitter feed with the episode, you can kind of scroll through my Twitter, just ignore the retweets, and just see what I tweeted, and you can kind of see a lot of pictures and stuff that, it's fun. Anywho, you get a visual to go along with the audio. Uh, so I drank about another 16 ounces of coffee at the brunch. So if you're keeping track of and that's 48 ounces of coffee. And this is by about 11 a.m. I made a, I tweet about it. It it was not a smart idea. Um, RIP my insides. Uh, got to the venue, got to walk around for a little bit. And as I was walking around, the I got to watch the prize ball fall. Because I guess they hadn't properly secured it down to the back things. So I guess something... The counterbalance wasn't right, so everything kind of fell. I think one person got mm. dinged in the head with a falling box of product. I think it was a fat pack or something that hit him in the head. But other than that, that was like the extent of anyone's injuries. They caught it before it could fall too far. Uh, but it was still kind of like crazy to see the prize wall fall and all the stuff fall off of it. They fixed it later. On so was gonna play some little events and stuff like that, but you know, just kind of met, went, walked around, hung with friends because the. I guess the general theme that you're going to hear me say a lot is, eh, hung with friends. Friends being anyone from loading, ready run people to uh, folks from the load, uh, the loading, ready run community to Twitter folk on MTG, such as like riptide pro lab and saw pharmacist judge and a couple of people there as well uh, to a bunch of people from Gabby's stream community. Uh, the Viper brood got to hang out with them all whole heck of a lot. And we're getting a little bit more of that a slight bit later but at this point met up with Surge and Serge was like hey Dix did you get lunch yet and I'm like no he's like let's go find some food or whatever it's like three so I'd done a little bit got a little bite to eat but was still kind of hungry because I was still full from brunch so he was like hey let's go find a hookah bar I'm like all right cool we start looking for hookah bars on google uh and none of them were open and the only ones that were were like extremely shady so we're like oh, let's go to this I think it's called Verge it was an amazing coffee bar that was a about two miles away. So we got in a lift, got up there. If you watch some of the recap vlogging from Loading Ready Run in the future, you will probably see footage of this coffee trip and the ensuing bad idea that happened right afterwards. <laughs> so <laughs> we go to Coffee Place, I get a amazing um almond croissant with uh cardamom dust on it as well. It was heavenly we had some two really good coffees one was a sumatran and one was an ethiopian i think i like the sumatran a little better it was weird and complex and delicious again watch the vlog i got to go on a surge coffee day with surge it was great but by this point i'm about to 65 ounces of coffee keep in mind my first coffee was right about 6 a.m at this point it's about 4 p.m so we're looking at about 10 hours And I've had about 65, 70 ounces worth of coffee and very minimal food. So my hands were literally just like jittery from coffee. It was kind of great. And because of said jitteriness and hyperness, sort of like, hey, let's go. We realized one of these bars are going to open. So we decided to walk in Vegas outside in 103 degree heat a mile, which took 20 minutes. That's why my voice is still scratchy. If you if you're if you're wondering at home, Serge lost his voice. If you followed him on Twitter, I'm I'm pretty sure it was the day after that we did this that Serge started losing his voice. My voice got scratchy about a day and a half after. So, yeah, don't do that. We were just too thick headed to pay five dollars for a lift. Just just pay five dollars for a lift if you're if you're up like there. I
0: got I when we were at the uh, second GP Vegas when you know we roomed together. Uh, I had I got blisters on my feet from walking around, and we were walking around at night that that time, not during the day.
1: Well, yeah, well, yeah, we made the that was kind of the dumb choice of just walking distance from our hotel to the strip, which is like a two, two and a half mile walk. Yeah, <laughs> granted, it was not fun. Granted, at night though, it was like seventy five out when we were doing that, so that was yeah, fine. it was beautiful. Oh yeah, but, I was just
0: complaining because I ended up having blisters all over my feet for the rest of the GP, but <laughs> that's a personal problem. R I P you. <laughs> <laughs> plus lift <laughs> plus
1: lifting like Uber weren't they, really, weren't there that, yeah, they weren't there they weren't there yet. was cabs only. Uh so anyway, we broke cardinal rule number one. But the best part was we get to this hookah shop and I go to reach the door and clunk. I'm like, what the clunk? Like I look up, the open sign is not lit. I'm like, but there's bar light, you know, like the kind of like the rope lighting around the window that was on and active. So I'm like, hmm, this is weird. I'm like, ah, search, let me just call the number real quick. I call the number. This number is not in service. It's like, son of a bitch. It's like, damn it. We literally just goozled ourselves. So we call an Uber, or we call a Lyft, get back to the venue, and we got there just in time for the Bounty Sealed event, um, which was actually quite fun. Uh, I had basically two decks that I could have run in my pool. Uh, if you, again, Twitter, it's in there. Take a look at them. Uh, after that, played through the event, one and two... One and two. Uh, when my deck cooked off, my deck cooked off when it didn't, I flooded out and just was ended up not drawing enough to beat through my opponent's stuff, so happens, but it was fun uh, I ended up being basically surrounded on either side of me by bounties every all three rounds <laughs> which was kind of funny but, yeah, mm-hmm. it happens pairings, so afterwards it was late, I had been up since 3am, I was literally crashed, coming down from my coffee crash at this point um, I had kind of just been chaining coffee enough to, to keep me awake until about round three, and I was just like, I need to go home. So I went to back to the hotel, got the restaurant bar, had like a wrap, and uh, called it an early night after testing. I played two or three rounds against Ali, who was there on Storm. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I played I played them like with uh, my Grixis Death Shadow deck and summarily stomped them. <laughs> Chris's mm-hmm. death no. Shadow is still hilarious and I love it anyway Friday got up uh, I think my other roommate Katie and I think I left with Lauren and Allie no we all went at the same time to get there for the beginning of the GP uh, I was going there because for some reason I tried to cancel my beta draft seal qualifier I wanted to do one of those but I realized that it would I would not literally be able to finish the qualifier if I did it because I had an event later in the afternoon. Uh, so for some reason my online registration was saying I was still doing it, but mm-hmm. okay. So I'll bring this up. The on um, CFP events love the online registration idea. However, there were massive, massive, massive glaring issues with their website. Either a not properly showing that your events were canceled out, like in my case, or what I would later have happen on Saturday, uh, basically what happened is, is I registered online for the pop or double up and I never was actually put into the pop, or no, it was Sunday that I did it, my bad. Sunday, I was never put into the pop or double up properly, even though I registered online for it like an hour and a half ahead of time. So it was weird. I wasn't the only person. There was like six or seven other people. And this was happening with like, every one of these double up events and other events too. It was kind of hinky and weird, but oh well. Mm -hmm. That said, I kind of just dirtled around after that, ended up running into Trick, and I believe it's Chris. uh, Yeah, Chris P. I don't remember his last name, but Chris uh, is one of the people I do, does moderator coordination for the Twitch chat. And you know, Trick, Trick, Mm -hmm. Trick Derek. So uh, we ended up going there, trying to play some Commander, uh, we sat down at the table, we tweeted about it, and somebody ended up walking by. And was like, hey, you want to play Commander? He's like, oh yeah, cool. He sits down. So, um, he's like, hey, what's so what level Commander are you guys had?" I'm like looking at these guys, and I'm, I'm sitting on Animar with morphs, which can be degenerate, but it's kind of relatively a fair degeneracy. I still have to cast things, and like, you know, either way. I'm like, eh, casual-ish, and... Trick and Chris like yeah basically casual Whatever I was like okay I guess I'll Play with my casual deck Uh, it's Azusa Eldrazi (sighs) That's the reaction I was looking for Uh, For those of you who don't know Azusa Eldrazi is not a casual Deck it is a Very 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 spiky deck
0: I could do an entire Podcast on the various shades Of mono green and how They range from spiky To Yes, they're very spiky.
1: This was spiky. (laughs) And the fact that, like, we barely got anything off the table and, like, he was just, like, destroying all of our stuff and chaining things. And we're just, like, we're looking at this guy, like, are you serious? You just wanted to spike us out. There was almost some karmic justice. I say almost because I really kind of wish the guy had just kind of comboed off a few turns, or, you know, gone off a couple turns more. Because at that point, right behind us was the commander championship event which Mm -hmm. i'm not even gonna get into but apparently had massive problems in terms of it was supposed to be limited to like 256 people and they had like 380 people show up and there was like way more people that registered than should have and rules were all over the place and it took forever and pairings got screwed up it was a mess from what i heard for that one um commander's a little hard to do with that kind of championship style event anyway he almost missed the start of the championship event. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, what time is it? It was like, oh, it's just like 11, 12. He's like, oh, crap. I have to be in the commander championship. It starts at 11. It's like, oh. Fortunately, he, like, turned around as they were, like, starting to hand out the play mats and stuff like that. So he got over there just in time. I kind of was hoping that it's, it's bad, but I was really kind of hoping he wouldn't make it. It's karma. Mm-hmm.
0: Either way, so. Karma's what, beautiful.
1: Either way, right afterwards, um, uh, Adam Stiborski, Stibbs, walked by. Uh, we invite him down, and we ended up playing some more. So, Trick, I think, was on Nekuzar. Uh, I'm trying to remember what Chris was on. And I can't remember what Stibbs was on. I'm horrible. Uh, either way, <laughs> Stibbs was on like... It has th-
0: been almost a week since then, so you're, you're forgiven.
1: Stibbs was on something like Blue Red something, Basically... I ended up getting domed out by drawing them off the top of my deck, um, thanks to Neckazar-related stuff with Trick had. But it was fun. Um, actually, my, like, the, what's it called? Oh, right, Chris does not just moderator stuff. He also does, like, social media things, too. He basically was is behind a lot of the uh, Instagram-related stuff, so on the actual Watsi Instagram that day, they were mentioned, like, they, he did like a little pan back and forth, like boomerang loop of our decks for that initial Azusa round, which is kind of cool. Mm. Uh, Trick did something cool. Like, apparently they just went ham on like product and like specials. They were giving away, like all the P- Watsi people had like either cupcake coupons or free draft coupons or giving away like, 30 prize tickets and all this kind of crazy fun stuff but trick was like there was a couple people on the table towards the end of the game he's like okay cool so i have a pack of magic in my pocket i have a magic booster pack in my pocket if you can guess the set i will give it to you hmm john i want you to guess a a a set from the history of magic could be any booster pack name a booster pack go
0: oh lord uh Mirage.
1: Nope. Oh, you're close time-wise. Very close. It was urza Saga.
0: <laughs> I guess it's fairly close. Yeah, I was right. I was it's, in it's the, the same block, neighborhood. It's a block. It's a block and a half away. Yeah. Same. Same area. Yeah. Um. Like everyone else is guessing, like early,
1: like stuff way closer to us, and we're just like, yeah. We saw that. I was like, oh my god. But no. Apparently, it was, they they hooked a lot of people up, and it was really cool. They really when they say they opened the vaults for stuff, they've like. They went ham, and it was really cool. And I think that kind of thing added the experience where, you know, just the overall user, quote-unquote user being the actual player experience of the event. And if mm-hmm. they do stuff like that, again, they absolutely should do stuff where, like, you know, Watsy employees have, like, cool little things to give away and stuff. It was really, really cool. So, anyway, strolled around the vendors for a little bit after that. Grabbed some chow. I think I grabbed the smash meatball sandwich that day. Yeah, I grabbed the smash meatball sandwich that day for lunch from one of the the things. I just didn't feel like leaving the convention center. It wasn't that bad. If the cheese was melted a little more, it would have been better, but eh, it's whatever. Reheated con food. And now we turn into a con food review podcast. Look, I can actually get onto that (laughs) because I actually had more con food. Like basically lunch was con related food and like I kept it small because dinner was just hilarious at each of these times. So anyway, <laughs> about 2.30 p.m., I had painting with Rob Alexander. Yes, the Rob Alexander from such hits as Taiga, Tundra, original Polluted Delta from Onslaught, and that's actually what we painted. Polluted Onslaught, or Onslaught Polluted Delta. Uh, the class is really cool. I have pictures, again, on Twitter of my final product, as well as stuff I took during the class. Um, I was the only person, I think, actually taking pictures outside of, like, Watsy slash Channel Fireball employees there, which I don't know why people weren't. It's like, it was amazing. Rob Alexander was like showing us how to work with acrylic paints on paper um, and with canvas, like a so canvas on board. So it's basically a canvas stretched around as a cardboard hard cardboard piece to just show us like, hey, when you're working with paper, you can wet the paper down and all that kind of stuff like that. So you can really kind of push the, the colors around a little bit. Whereas canvas, you're just gonna get it like stick into the thing. A little more and your stuff will dry a lot quicker on canvas than it will with like oils or i think acrylics are just basically plastic with water in a suspension so once the water dries out really quickly the, the plastic kind of sits there it was really fun um the person next to me to my left just utterly killed it and i w- it was insane uh, again i have i don't think i put that one on twitter i will going to show you like the they just it was amazing like, it looked like they could have, it could have actually been, like, a land art from a magic card. It was that good. Dope. It was dope and ridiculous and awesome. But I had a great time. Uh, I kind of wish I had not uh, gone so heavy on the browns when I was doing the logs because uh, it looks out of place. I feel like the rest of my painting would be good. I might just go back because you can with acrylics. It's kind of interesting. You can go back over your painting later. I can go back with some, like... Watered down white and probably kind of like lighten it up and make it look a little bit better, which I might do eventually but it looks fun and it was it was a an absolute blast and if anyone from channel fireball events and I'll probably message Dennis about it because Dennis runs CIP events, I'll probably ping him but like yo dude seriously do that kind of thing again They didn't even know like I was like oh, I didn't even know really what to expect or anything like that And it sold out like the day it was in, offered like the day the first day it was offered I think it was done by the next day um it was a blast everyone enjoyed it thoroughly i know i had a blast i'm not this is like my first time painting since like high school art class mm-hmm. so i still nice. had an absolute blast even though it wasn't great and rob was walking around and like if you had a question about like hey how would i get this kind of thing and he was helping us learn how to do depth with you know like making it lighter towards the background like yeah, how in the original Pluto Delta, it's kind of like looking through a fog. But the closer you get with a fog, you know, it's things are more like solid and color and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool, like just a, a an absolute pleasure to do that. So again, she, CFB if, people, if you're listening, do it again. It was great. People will love it. Trust me. Um, acrylics were actually great because oil painting apparently takes forever to dry. And I actually had people at the UPS store when I was trying to ship it home on sunday asked like is it or monday it was like is this oil i'm like is this dry and i'm like yeah it's acrylic it dried like three days ago and i painted it they're like oh because we've had people come in here with like wet oil paintings like they were doing it like some painting class and they're like trying to ship it home and it's like "Mm, it's still wet we can't ship this (laughs) so Mm,
0: yeah that's problematic
1: yeah but acrylics was a good choice for that as well uh that said after that i it was about two and a half hours long for the class i went i hustle my bustle over to the commanderin podcast so the good folks at commanderin phil and hold on let me pull up who the hosts are for that
0: uh, it's it's on it isn't that yeah it's shivam too
1: yeah shivam uh phil uh, ketjack ktjk on twitter Sean watson uh, copain 26 and uh shivam so on, on gearper gears or his other one shivam the uh, So, Phil was the person who was there running it, and he was dressed as Angus McKenzie, the old Bant Tutu mm, yes. from Legends.
0: He fogs. He's annoying. Yeah. He's also like 80 bucks.
1: You sure about that well, one? Well, it's either
0: here or there. Huh?
1: You sure about that one?
0: He's probably higher now, isn't he? Oh, yeah. <sighs>
1: oh, yeah. A damaged copy in English, is $190 on TCG Player right now. Ugh. Yeah, he's expansive. Uh, anyway. Legends. <laughs> Legends. Anyway, we played in pods of five for the event. Uh, each pod was four regular players, one cosplayer, which is kind of cool. Um, I feel horrendous that I don't remember her name, but we had an, an Avison cosplayer, the non corrupted version from original Innistrad Block. It was kind of great. Mm-hmm. And uh i ended up getting a full pod kill over three turns nice uh there were two edgar markov players one being the uh Avacyn player and or the Avison cost player and the other one being a player who apparently just picked up the deck so as somebody who owns and has built and runs edgar i had to remind them multiple times about eminence <laughs> Mm-hmm. and i felt like a dick after a while but i was just like uh you you get a vampire off it's like oh, i do i'm like yeah it's in the it it does it in the command zone as well the the avacyn cusper figured it out right away because apparently she mains an Aloro deck so she was like oh it's just like Alora." i'm like yeah it's the same kind of thing it still happens in the command zone she's like oh, okay cool yeah that said she was a threat she had sanguine blood out so whenever uh, sanguine bond sanguine and bond, exquisite blood is the combo. Sanguine bonds. So she had the one where, uh whenever we lose life, she gains life. Mm-hmm. So she was like, she varied down from like twenty to fifty and bouncing all over the place. It was kind of funny. So I was like, guys, I can kill her. So then I basically just swung in with my like a twenty-something Animar and just bop, bopped her right in the face, and then came back around. I played a Zendikar Resurgent now. If you listen to other Commander podcasts out there, especially like uh,
0: Command Command Zone, Zone.
1: Command Zone, and the guys there, Jimmy and Josh, they say they have never seen a Zendikar Resurgent, uh, a player who has cast and resolved a Zendikar Resurgent and been able to untap with it ever lose the game. (laughs) I did not lose the game. (laughs) I cast Zendikar Resurgent, passed the turn, Uh, it went looped around and then it came back to me. Um, I had 22 mana at my disposal. So that Zendikar Resurgent turn, I just popped out a bunch of morphs. Then I untapped, or I drew like 20 cards or some stupid like that, it was dumb. And then I untapped Zendikar Resurgent and in those bunch of cards, I had a Cradle Hook Behemoth. So hoof, there it is. And then I was able to literally swing for lethal the remaining three opponents that I had. The only thing is the game didn't end when I swung for lethal. Because the opponent playing uh, Mael, the Animus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mael the Animus had resolved a Platinum Angel.
0: Oh, so they couldn't lose the game. They couldn't
1: lose the game. So what I had done is I had swung it then with an Animar that had Trample. So it was like plus 17, plus 17 to all my creatures. So I was able to shoot down both my other opponents, uh, even through blockers. It was crazy. They were like at 20 and 30 life, and I was able to just bop them down. Um, And I put my opponent, who had the the Angel, to literally zero life and lethal commander damage. But with Mm. Platinum Angel, they couldn't lose the game, and I couldn't win the game. Should I also mention that I had a Seedborn Muse on the table? (laughs) so i untap all my like i'm like uh on your upkeep step like before you even draw like okay like untap all my permanents untap and on your upkeep like okay Uh, i want to tap three mana flip up ice feather raven (laughs) bounce your platinum angel Stay picks effects you die and i win. (laughs) yay so i had i had do the untap effect i was able to bounce their uh uh, what's it called? Bouncer thing that was keeping them alive. So, that was fun. And then I ended up losing the championship table to David, who is a Teferi cosplayer, and is a really cool guy. got to hang out with him later in the weekend. Uh, I played against him, uh, Olivia, who does the Brea cosplay. She was actually cosplaying as Brea while playing Brea. Uh, that damn Thopter mom. Uh, I forget my one opponent who was on Mono Red and Heb. And then I played with God, I cannot remember this name for the life of me. But he's a WotC employee who was on the design team for I, oh God, for a couple design teams and for one of the Commander products as well. Uh, older gentleman, really fun guy to play with. He was on a Reaper King deck with Changelings and like he was on the Reaper King Changeling and Lords deck. Hmm. Um, it was it's it's a hilarious deck like literally just plays all the lord like every single lord that's out there and just makes them all the same and it's hilarious and great he showed us our deck and we was just like oh no and then he had like there's a lindsivy in there so like with everything being every kind of like a bunch of changelings with Lin so everything's a rebel and it's it was gross he never yeah. got to go off but i lost that game in the championship uh we got a God, I can't, can't remember the name of it. It's the subterranean whatever it is that makes the worm.
0: The you can It's like talking about sandworm convergence.
1: No, no, no. It's red, red spell. Our board got wiped because it was a red spell. Um, you you cast it for oh, a certain amount of mana. You know what I'm talking about?
0: It's um, it's like the six mana, psychotic creatures make five five hellions.
1: No, 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 no. It's the one from Conspiracy Two. The one that makes, like, you pay X amount, of a certain amount of mana, it does this. You pay more mana, it does this. You pay more mana, it does this. Like, it has thresholds. one that makes, like, an 8-8 worm. Subterranean tremors or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Subter- yeah, subterranean tremors. That's it? Yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. Subterranean tremor. He tremored out, like, our board, like, hit for 20. Like, he was able to, he popped off a uh, Shrine of Burning Rage for, like, 18 at my face, which, it sucks, because David had a response to, like, stifle his trigger, but he was busy giving a key, the room key to one of the other cosplayers, <laughs> so he missed the yeah. trigger, he went, already went through attack step, by the time he, he's like, oh yeah, I would I would have had a response for that, we were like, yeah, we're already on, like, second main, <laughs> it's like, crap. So he swung with Neheb, got a crap ton of mana, he had, like, 26 mana, dumped it into the Subterranean Tremors, wiped the board, and then David was able to, like, flash out a Biovisionary, and then, like kick right of replication we're like oh we just lose okay cool
0: then it's not easy to win with Biovisionary and commander no
1: but we did because we were all kind of (laughs) tapped out from our turns so then uh that night afterwards they called it a night it was fun got to hang out with all the people then i went met up with some people andy uh spencer and steve uh they andy is on twitter as uh, iro knight uh he we went to a place called tacos and beer which was just some amazing amazing street tacos and some delicious beer um i'd actually been invited out there the night before from surge but i was already like hit like up oh, i'm already in my pajamas early night whatever <laughs> um the reason why i went out with those three guys is andy was getting engaged that night to fellow mm-hmm. magic chat mod lauren like better known as lady Atarka. So, we had been planning this uh, yes. with a bunch of the Gabby chat mods and other people like that and chat denizens who wanted to be there to surprise her as she came out of the VIP party that night. And we did. So, we all showed up at the end of the VIP party. We're all hanging out, like, kind of upstairs where it was coming out and people are, you know, walking out. I'm like, what are you guys all doing here? We're like, we're just busy. We're just, just, hey, saying hi to all the people, like, blur people and other uh, Watson employees I knew walking out and stuff like that. And then Lauren comes out and then we filmed it. So I have that, that's on Twitter. I think I put it on Twitter. No, I didn't put the video on Twitter. I have the video though. I need to, I need to send it to him. But yeah, it was great. I got to see them get engaged and Lauren said, yes, which was awesome. And then we got a bad idea draft together. We realized we didn't have lands. So we just drafted. Yeah. We're like, we, we tried searching for like 15, 20 minutes to try and find lands after they This is like after midnight, so everything's still closed. So we're like, okay, so we go out, we just do a bad idea draft, look at our decks, be like, yeah. They had a good deck, they had a good deck. It was pretty fun. I ended up like. That's good. I ended up like blue white something. Yeah, it was like blue white splashing red or something. It was pretty fun. It was fun. So then we went to bed, woke up early the next day for the Popper Championship event. This is Saturday. I got to speed things up. Holy crap.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm looking at the time, I'm like, damn, I've been rambling. So Popper Champs went 3-1-1 overall back on my Miracitron bull again. So I beat a Scred Delver deck in mono black Control. I beat mono black Control round three of turns in game three. Or round five, game three in turns by a no permanent victory of Olamod Crusher only knowing fighting. <laughs> Had him yeah. at two and just went turned to sideways game. Um, uh, I lost to a blue-red Delver player in round three. Fun thing is, we're start we're shuffling up, and some play, like someone's like, "Hey, do you mind if I do you mind if you guys watch?" And guy had an accent and look up. It's Eduardo <laughs> Uh nice. platinum pro and coverage member, asking if he could just bird our popper our popper game. And I'm like, of course. So, turn game one, blue-red Delver player just has me just completely demolishes me. Game two, I'm able to, to actually do my thing, actually get both demonic walls down in a ghostly flicker, and start looping stuff, and it was ridiculous and great. And there were even comments, oh, it was great to see one deck do its thing, another deck do its thing, to set up for a really nice game three. And it was a great game three. Uh, I kind of might have goofed on one line of play. Uh, I think I should have, uh, what's it, mystical tutored for a pulse Marasa instead of a uh, electricary to kind of wipe oh. his board. However what eduardo said after the fact is like yeah he like he resolved the pot like a ponder the turn after that and looked at literally counter spell spell setter sprite counter er, and py- uh hydro blast. like nothing of mine was resolving he had the counter spells for days and he was just like yeah okay so that was fun uh then i beat a tied mono blue delver i think it was and then yeah so it was fun um champs was great uh I do kind of wish they'd had like a lesser thing for I guess two one two so nine points. No, I wouldn't have had nine points.
0: Two two one would be seven points. No,
1: I had two one two.
0: Nine points would be three two.
1: Okay, three two. Yeah, three two or something like that. So basically, if you did go three two, you would have like some like sort of like even if it was like twenty or forty points or something like that, like just get like something out of your day kind of thing yeah so we uh that was fun uh popper's a great format still is uh fun fact is that my round three opponent ended up making at least the top four i didn't stick around oh. to see if he made the finals or if he won apparently someone tried to call a judge on him too and like one of the earlier like later rounds in the day be like you're just playing a card not legal on popper and i'm like I'm sure he wouldn't do that, but it was they were trying to angle shoot him or something like that. But yeah, uh Paxton was the kid's the guy's name. Uh really fun opponent too. Yeah. Like it was nice back and forth, nice jovial conversation. So he he made top four and he made it on breakers. <laughs> so good karma there. It was great. I went to dirt, dirt around hung for some friends after that. Uh just kind of you know hung out a little bit. Waiting for dinner at Lotus of Siam, which is like one of the best Thai restaurants in the country. So we had to wait an hour and a half for dinner, or night reservation, just put our name in. So we got a couple beers at a hotel right across the street. I had this like crispy chicken with northern Thai curry, and it was so good. Uh, and I actually played the credit card game for the first time in my life and didn't have to pay. So that was kind of fun. Didn't have to pay for a six, didn't have to pay for a sixty dollar a fifty six dollar dinner. I felt kind of
0: yeah, but your friend had the privilege of paying for their friend's dinner. It's fine. Well, no, no,
1: no. So the worst part was is it was three mods and a chat member, <laughs> I think, on the bill, Ooh. <laughs> and each of the mods didn't have to pay. <laughs> oh, but not only oh. that, it was so it was Arc, uh, stunlock, and I forget the other guy's user handle, and. Mm. Each one of us that didn't have to pay had gotten like the crispy chicken, which was like a thirty dollars dish, plus a beer, plus like part of an appetizer. And the guy who had to pay ended up with like a beer and a fifteen dollars curry. So they only had like their their bill would have been like twenty four dollars. Their, their bill would have been less than like my actual just straight up dinner would have been, not counting mm-hmm. for everything else. I felt bad. That's what you get when you play the game. Our our, our lift driver after that actually got into a car accident. Right, yeah, that's right, not fun. Right out of, right as we turned out of the parking lot, so like we literally turned out of the parking lot, caught, <clap> hit somebody. Um, that kind of stunk, but it wasn't terrible. As our new driver after that was, I forget her name, but her name the license plate was Little Sexy, and it had a bedazzled dashboard. <laughs> she knows her branding. Hey man, the branding was great. She did Lyft and Uber, and she's like, yeah, they're they both, they're like, eh. Not a fan of either company, but, you know, right? whatever. It's a story for another day. But then we we were trying to leave dinner to go to a hotel right across the street from the uh, convention center to meet up with Scalding Hot Soup, who's a streamer. His name's Ian as well, uh, yeah. to draft his paper vintage cube. Nice. Now, this is partially proxied. Power was, you know, proxied in there. Uh, There's no Storm and no Twin Combo, but basically the online vintage cube. I drafted a Mardu nice, reanimator. Nice. It was fun. It was so cool. Like, oh my God, like actually, like it's a different from online when you're actually like drafting a vintage cube. It's like, this is so cool. Uh, that mm-hmm. got done really late. Um, I snoozed through a couple of arms the next day on Sunday. I went to the Pauper Double Up event where I had the issues with the registration. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just demolished my first two opponents. I don't even remember what my first opponent was on. Like I just, I just don't. I went 2 uh, Just 2-0. Demol- also just wrecked an, an Elves opponent in round two. Uh, They had, I was looking dead on board, and they had just cast and resolved like three or four elves, cast a distant melody, drawn five cards off the distant melody, and was still able to cast two or three more creatures after that. I look, I draw a top card of my deck. It's a a compulsive research. I'm like, well, let's see how this goes. Compulsive research, draw capsize and electricery, and I still had enough mana to cast both of them. They had the spider silk armor, which gave everything plus one, plus one reach. So I was just like, um, capsize, no buyback, your spider silk armor to your hand. Cast electricity, overloaded, destroying your entire board. And he was like, that's game. <laughs> Extended the hand. I was like, wow. Okay, cool. Uh, I tilted really hard after round three. I'm not gonna go super hard into this, but at two zero, this was a double up, so every prize structure's doubled. It's like at the minimum, if I had just scooped and gone 201, I would have gotten 400 prize tickets, which is great. Cool. Booster boxes are 360, for those of you who are wondering. Uh, 10 points per uh, booster pack is the going rate for the prize wall. So that's like four. That's like 40 boosters. Could have gone snap right there. No big deal. Uh, my opponent's like, no, actually, uh, I want to play this out. So I'm like, ugh. Turns out he was on burn and was hoping to get a quick two games out of me so that he could just go grab his points in elite and do whatever he needed to do. And I was rather miffed. I beat him game one. Then he just – I was on the play. He Beat him the first game. Then – oh man, I didn't even go over my amazing win against the Boris Monarch player. I'll have, to, I'll have to just revert back to that really quickly after this. So he had me on the back foot, blah, blah, blah. I get wrecked out. Uh, He ends up having it, like... And I die on my draw step to a curse in game three. And I'm just really tilty, not talking. Grab my tickets to the point where, like, literally... The guy at the prize ticket table remembered my name when I came back to apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry, I was tilt I was I needed to get out of there. I was not doing good. And he's like, You okay, it's Ian, right? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I remembered you were not doing good. I'm like, Yeah, I'm I'm fine now. I just want to apologize. Thanks. He's like, Like, thanks for thanks for like asking if I was fine. I was like, I just needed to get out of there. He's like, Yeah, it's cool, no big deal. So D-Tilted hanging out there. Um, ended up going to Bacchanal Buffet at Caesar's Palace, which was whew. Man, I had three plates of all the meats. Again, on Twitter, it's there. And um, a whole bunch of two dessert plates. And we watched the draft afterwards. But before we went there, I'd been hunting for this Howard Lyon art all afternoon. (laughs) Like at noon, he had posted like, hey, here's this art, go find it. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go find it. And I didn't find it. And he posted clues throughout the day. And then like literally right before we were leaving to go to dinner, He posted another clue and I sprint back from like dropping my bag off at a hotel, sprint back like a block uh, with Andy and we look and we meet up with Spencer from the night before and he starts asking these food service people like, hey, have you seen this art? And I start walking over to him like, yeah, it's about this size or this size. And then as I'm walking over, I look behind a pillar behind all of their stuff and I'm like, huh, like what? I'm like, it's about this size. And I pull it out from behind the pillar. (laughs) I found it. (laughs) Nice um apparently there was like two or three other people who were looking there as well and they saw me grab it and they're all like oh darn so after that we watched the beta draft while we were eating uh, dessert at bacchanal which was it's expensive 75 bucks for the buffet but holy crap man i had some lamb and it it was heavenly and the brisket was so good so went from there i went back to the uh GP to actually watch Ian, he in hot suit, face off against LSV in the quarterfinals of the beta draft, uh, actual playthrough. Uh, Ian lost in game three uh, when LSV had like multiple circles of protection down, which kind of stunk for him. Then I got a message from a uh, friend, Olivia, who played play Brea, and said, hey, come out to the Taco Bell. Uh, so I met up with Professor the professor and a couple of other cosplayers, uh, Tapito Claws, uh, the two from Jackal costuming the ones who do the uh, Scrapper Ferret and I forget his partner's name um, it's Matt Scrapper Ferret another one I forget her name they do the Ajani and the Miri mm-hmm. uh, cosplays at Seattle they're really cool people too um, and hung out with Dom who is the Swiss cosplayer who made and this was the first time ever eating Taco Bell and it was great and it was hilarious uh, there's some goofy goofy pictures of us walking back past the Bellagio as well um i knighted dom with a uh taco bell cup <laughs> it was one of like the long yard mm-hmm. cups i was knighted him with it and i put a hat on it's like you're american now it was dumb it was stupid and fun and then we crashed the judge party had a late night battle bond late night bad idea battle bond draft five person team draft which is really weird probably not how it's designed to be drafted but it was still fun uh the, i guess i I never met the person I got partnered up with. His name was Ryan. Apparently, he was cousins mm-hmm. of Josh from the Command Zone. And I ended up fighting oh. Josh and Adam Savadin from Loading Red Run. So, they were my round one opponents. It was like 5 a.m. by the time I got back to the hotel after all that stuff. And it was it was bad. It was it was late. Mm-hmm. So, reverting quickly back to Saturday. Um, Boros Monarch. I lost game one. This is game. This is round five, by the way. I lost game one. Game two, I mulled a five. And I look, it's a no lander five, and I'm like. Well, this is how it ends. All right, keeping it. It's ground top tower. So I'm like, okay, cool. Turn one, go. He's like, what? I'm like, go. Pass the turn. He's like, oh no land. I'm like, no, no lands. Turn two, draw. Tower. Pass. Turn three. Draw. It was a um, prophetic prism. Turn four versus mine. Turn five. Versus power plant. Nice. I sh- you not I curved out and had Tron on turn Yeah, turn five and then ended up stalling the game out all the way. It was like the biggest Tron luck sack of my life and I'll never do it again, but it was amazing. <laughs> Sometimes it is better to be lucky than good. Yeah, it was it was a hell of a thing, man. Let me tell you what. Cause I'd cast the Prophetic Prison the turn before. So I had colored mana available too to start like, hit a moldrifter down and it was off to the races. At one point I had two moldrifters and an Ulamog's Crusher stuck under Journey to Nowhere. <laughs> it yeah. was weird. Like my opponent almost decked themselves, but anyway, Monday. Uh, got up after basically all my roommates had left at that point. Um, they were awesome, by the way. Lauren, Katie, and Allie, and Aaron actually, Aaron Campbell was actually there, rooming for two of the nights that she was around. Um, all my roommates were amazing. I can't thank you so much for your hospitality. Um, you really are awesome, awesome people. And it was cool. Anyway, so, uh, checked out of the hotel, stowed my bags except for my art print and my painting. Found a UPS store, took a lift there. Then I took a lift from there, waited until Olivia gave me hey where they were going, which was Momofuku at the uh cosmopolitan which is an amazing like ramen restaurant kind of thing um there was a pork belly bun that i they told me to get and they were not wrong because it was it was so good man barbecue pork belly it was so good and then i was like i'm just gonna get the pork belly ramen too but there was a special on the day truffle ramen I think the mm. truffles were from, like, Australia or something like that. And they hand-shaved the truffle into your ramen at the table. <laughs> Dude, I tried some, and I will, like, ramen, fancy ramen will never be the same for me ever again in my life. Like, I hit, mm. I've i hit peak ramen. <laughs> I have seen the mountaintop, and it is good. <laughs> so now all other
0: ramen is just bad.
1: It's not bad. It just can't compare. <laughs> Like I would taken a couple bites of my like pork belly ramen I'm like, this is pretty good. I tried the tried the other ramen. I'm like, Oh, I hecked up. I hecked up bad. It was forty two dollars for the mm. truffle ramen, but my God, it it was worth it. I would have been mm. I would have not been upset paying forty two dollars for a bowl of ramen with that truffle gotcha. ramen. Gotcha. That's how decadent it was. Um it, so for those listeners out there who ever get the chance to try truffle ramen, don't make the same mistake I did break out the money, get the truffle ramen. (laughs) Seriously, though, it was freaking amazing. So I I met, again, I met up with uh, Olivia, Sid, uh, also better known as Tappy Toe Claws, uh, the amazing Joyra, and uh, Jaya, and many, many, many other cosplays that she does. Um, And David, who, again, was the Teferi cosplayer who beat me in the Commander game, and the Professor, so we all that. And while we were there, we actually end up running into uh, Sam Tang of Kitchen Table Magic. Mm-hmm. Was it Sam? No, it was Vinny. No, it was Sam. They yeah, ran to Sam. And then... Yeah, it was Sam. No, wait. I don't remember. It might have been Sam, it might have been Vinny. I forget, you, <laughs> forget who it was. Um... Yeah no Sam because Vinny came over later with Ashlyn yeah so then <laughs> sorry uh, so many like literally the whole thing is if you see my like thank you thread on my twit on my Twitter um I, I forgot at least fifty names that I could have mentioned it was insane uh, it was just a hell of a weekend um, so we went back to their hotel pick up their bags and we had like two to th- two hours or so before everyone had to leave for flights so mm-hmm. we ended up meeting we had Ashlyn. Uh, came over at with vinny yeah uh vinny by the way is the person who basically made the deck list that i play with for animar it's the one that he made for and you'll you've, if you've watched any of the command zone you've seen vinny he's guessed it on there a couple times he's the one who made it for jimmy who played it on game nights mm-hmm. so he was really proud and he was like super stoked that like somebody else was playing his deck and i'm like dude how could i not this deck looks amazing so i was playing his list beat him like beat people with it uh so we played some Commander. We had seven people, so we played the two pods. I borrowed one of Olivia's decks. Uh, this Rayhan and uh, Ravos partner deck. Yep. Counters. Holy crap, dude! I found one. I found the next deck I want to build. <laughs> I was like, Olivia, you nice. need to give me this list. So she sent me the list already, <laughs> dude. It's it's so f- sick. I don't know. I cursed there. Uh, whatever. <laughs> it. You cursed a lot so far. I know. You've been annotating it. I expect the bleeps to be many and plentiful this time. I'm, I'm rambling, so. They will be. It's cool. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I ended up like having, oh, God, what was it? Like 40-some power on the board, and it was like turn seven or something like that. It was dumb, and I loved it. I didn't even, mm-hmm. I didn't even cast a commander. I just cast it to be like, all right, yeah, overkill for the win. Um, yep, so we ended up going to, from there... Went to grab my bags. Everyone else left. They all had different terminals. So I figured ah, I wouldn't see them again. Get to the get to the airport, and it's like oh. Between leaving from the hotel to going to the airport, my my flight got delayed an extra hour, so I had like mm-hmm. three hours to wait for my flight. <laughs> nice. So I took nice. three trams and went through two terminals to go hang with Olivia and Professor, who were at eight another terminal, and ended up hanging out with them for about two hours, chit chatting and shooting the breeze, and ended up grabbing dinner mm-hmm. with the professor after Olivia had to go get her flight. So yeah, it was fun. I had an utter blast. Um, really, I, I know I missed some stuff, but I don't care. <laughs> it was great. Um, again, just gotta give massive shout-outs. I know I already covered it. My roommates, uh, Katie Bates, Lauren Mulligan, Ali Lau, and uh, Aaron Campbell, you, you were all amazing, amazing people, and I couldn't thank you enough for that. Mm-hmm. All the mods that I met and hung out with, content creators, cosplay contingent, let me hang out with them. They're so so dang cool. Uh, the people who got the cube with, that was great. The brunch crew from Nick and all those other things. Um, yeah, just really. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was a it's a hell of a thing. If you ever get, I know my experiences may vary, and I happen to realize that I, I straddle many, many a particular magic group. I'm not super into any, any of the groups, but I have a toe in many of them, and they all think I'm good people apparently, so it was a very nice yep. reaffirming uh, weekend that I needed because I'm still down on myself about magic content, thanks to work Craziness, but hopefully it evens itself out. And this was definitely a a major push that I needed to get. And hey, I got some cool news that if you've seen Twitter Mm -hmm. the other day, mine and John's, uh, we're getting a preview card in Ravnica. It's coming, kids. Seems like it at least. Let's not
0: count our chickens before they hatch.
1: Bro. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Blake. Like freaking tweeted about it, man. Come on. Hey, you know I know it could it could end up going that way, but like as of right now, we're apparently on the list. We're we're slated to get a card, and if we do, that'd be awesome. And I'm stoked to see it um, that happen. I know mm-hmm. it's been a long time coming, and I'm really 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 stoked that John and I are, will get a chance to do to unveil a card to the masses. For yeah, a coming well, set.
0: I'm excited as well. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, so
1: that's Hopefully, hopefully it's something that's fun. Hey, even if it's not fun, dude, we got we'll figure out a way to make it fun. So
0: Magic cards are Magic cards are usually fun though. So Oh, I kn- I know is, is I know true. we're
1: going to go in depth And at length about the card if even if it's like, you know, slightly playable or not. Who, ca- who mm-hmm. cares? It's a preview card and we're going to get it. We're doing yeah. it. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. I have to remind people it's going to happen. That said, <laughs> um, again, if you ever get a chance to go to Vegas, like I said, your mileage may vary. I know a ton of people in the community. Um, even if you go with a couple friends, seriously, you, you, I would highly recommend if going at least knowing some people or trying to find a way to meet up with people through a streaming community or something like that, and just have like one or two people you can kind of like chill with and say hi to between rounds if you go to play in these events uh if you go to vegas go to seattle go to vegas if there's a gp seattle go gp seattle gp vegas go gp vegas those are the big kind of premier events where there's going to be a lot of flashy stuff going on especially gp vegas it is a blast i had an amazing time i really wish you had been there john i know you would have had an utter utter blast of a time as well uh
0: i would have it would have been a lot of fun i agree no but i know you
1: had other stuff going down at the time and we're unable to make it so maybe next time because i mean hey gp vegas 2015 is you know basically the or our origin story of how we're here today with eyes on the eyes anyway so
0: it's true that is true so
1: it's i mean you you that's could true. always find like that's literally the thing i've mentioned like i was at the time i was just a mod and two two twitch chats at that point it was doc and loading ready run mm-hmm. and i met john because i was like hey i need a roommate for vegas and you were like i'm going to vegas when we're to up together i'm like yeah sure why not and dude, the rest GP Vegas is where everything happens. The rest, as they say, is history. So uh, that's enough of my rambling, John. You were right. I did go a over time. I don't care. It's worth it. It'll clean <laughs> up to be a little bit less in time, but whatever. So that's true. Um, again, just an utter hilariously really fun time. Like seriously. Yep. Follow us on follow yep. us on social medias, and you'll actually get live live tweeting of. <laughs> These events and stuff in the future, especially when I go to start chaining some SGG events in the future, in near future. So,
0: yep, especially with uh, like we mentioned the top of the show, but really don't have time unfortunately to go through it. Ian, you're playing in the Canadian Highlander t- uh, tournament over at uh, Monks Boarding House this weekend. Heck to the U. As uh, that is on Saturday, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, Saturday around noonish. I think Car Kingdom streaming it. I'll have to get back hmm. to you on that one.
0: All right, uh, And I am going to be uh, pl- Like I said playing in a regional Pro tour qualifier uh, Out in uh, Texas in the heart with, of Texas, with Out in Plano uh, With Vinny and with Doug And I'm excited um, It's going to be a lot of fun uh, Ian if people wanted to find you on social media Where can they do so You guys
1: can find me on Twitter At Dixon IJ That's D-I-X-O-N-I-J You guys can also find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dicks. That's just D-I-X. Again, streaming, probably not going to happen. Might happen next week at some point. Uh, Vintage Cubes online. Uh, I will make some time to probably do a draft because my schedule is actually nice. I'm out-processing from post here. So I have a lot of free time. So it's not Mm -hmm. nearly that stressful anymore. Because I'm basically like absolved of mostly all my responsibilities as I out-process. So yay. Anyway, John, social media, where can they find you?
0: You guys can find me on Twitter at JY129, that's J W I L E Y one two nine. You can also find me on Twitch at the same handle, but I don't haven't done a lot of stuff there lately. I've also had the YouTube channel, which I also haven't done anything lately because Magic Online. Still being a butt. Also still being a butt. Also RPTQ, so. <laughs> uh, if you want to catch the podcast directly, you can do so on Twitter at Eyes in the Mize, or if you have a more personal question, you can shoot us an email at eyesenthemise at gmail.com. So we can best hear your feedback about how we can best improve the podcast for you, our lovely listeners. On behalf of Ian, I'm John. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you all Good next luck, time. John. Yeah.